Good evening. I am glad you all made it. I think we still have a few for whom Friday night at 7 is hard. They will be joining us uh, later tonight or the, tomorrow, but we are almost all here. So welcome. Glad you're here. If I have not met you, my name is Jennifer. I'm the pastor of Women's Ministries, and there's going to be a variety of faces up here this weekend. I'm really excited about all the people you get to hear from, but I'm going to kind of give you a welcome and set the stage for what Women's Retreat looks like and talk a little bit about what the theme is that we're going to go into for this weekend. So... Our theme. Our theme is seasons. And there's kind of two overlapping varieties of seasons that we're talking about this weekend. Here in the main chapel sessions, we're going to be talking about seasons of life, stages of life. So the things that have happened in our past, embracing the things in our present, how we look at and, and prepare for the seasons that will come in the future. Looking at those spiritually, emotionally, we're going to take some time with those. Then we've got some workshops throughout the day tomorrow, and at those, there's four. We're going to be looking at fall, winter, summer, and spring in light of, as we go through life, we cycle through these emotional and spiritual seasons no matter what stage of life we're in, and we can find ourselves in winter whether we're young, middle-aged, or mature. Is that a good way to say that? Um, and so the workshops are going to explore what does it look like when my soul is in winter? What does it look like when my soul is in spring or fall or summer? And there's a variety of ways that we're going to engage with those topics in the workshops. A lot of it, if you're interested in books, came out of this book by Mark Buchanan called Spiritual Rhythm. This is specifically the spring, summer, winter, and fall. I did see that one was for sale in the bookstore over there, just saying, and then I don't have any other copies, but I will leave this one on the front row, and if anybody just wants to thumb through it, you're welcome to over the course of the weekend. This is where a lot of the information, especially for the workshops, kind of was inspired from. I have some Bible verses that I want to share in not a whole lot of time, but I have a little bit. So the theme of seasons is actually born out of a, a bigger umbrella theme that if you've been to any women's events so far, you've heard me talk about, and that is the idea that God created us uniquely and that when we, if we want to live the life to the full that he created us for, we need to embrace who he made us to be, and that is beautiful. And it's very hard for us as women to embrace ourselves as beautiful. And so our theme is be you to full, you know, B-Y-O-U like you are beautiful because you are. And all throughout this year at Women's Ministries, we're looking at things about specifically how we were made, how we were wired, how God created us, the seasons of life that we're in. How can we recognize and accept and embrace who we are and where we're at so that we can live to the fullest as God created us to do? So under this umbrella of beautiful, our gatherings, the first Wednesday and Thursday of every month, are looking at our God languages, how we connect to God personally. So... Here's what I want you to hear. In the book of Esther, uh, we hear a story of a woman who was put in a specific place for a specific time, and it was not an easy place, and it was not an easy time. So I'm going to tell you the story. The story is, if you haven't heard it, that the king, the pagan king who did not believe in God, um, told his queen Vashti to do something she didn't want to do because it was an inappropriate thing to ask her, and you can read Esther and find out what it was. And she said, no, but you don't say no to the king. And so the king asked his officials, what should I do? And he sent Vashti away, and she was no longer his queen. So then they went through the kingdom, and they, they looked for all the beautiful young women, and then they all came, and, and, the, and the king just took them all to find one to be his queen. 
Can you imagine being a young woman with your whole life ahead of you and all of a sudden you're in the king's harem and that's it because you were so beautiful? And that's what happened to Esther. And when she had her turn with the king, he really, really liked her. And so he asked for her again. And so she became the new queen. But the uncertainty of life in a harem and the uncertainty of a, of a king who can just say off with your head or out with you at whatever his whim is, um, I, I just feel for Esther. I, I have long just thought she was put in such a hard position. But as queen, um, she became aware of a plot. Haman, he's the bad guy. He didn't like the Jews. He sent out an edict approved by the king to kill all the Jews because the king didn't actually know that Esther was a Jew. As the story goes, her cousin says, you need to go to the king to save your people. And she says, I can't go to the king. If the king hasn't asked for me, then he can have me killed for going into his presence without being asked for. And so while you and I, knowing the end of the story, would go, that's no big deal, to Esther, it was a very big deal. It was absolutely life and death. When she walked into the room that day, she could have heard, off with your head, and instead she heard, Esther, my queen, what do you want? Up to half my kingdom, I'll give it to you. Well, that was the good ending, but she didn't know the ending when she walked into the room. And you and I often don't know the ending when we're in the middle of the season that we are in. We're just in it, and we're, sometimes it's a joyful season, sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's challenging or hurtful, but we're in the middle of it, and we don't know how the story ends, and when Esther entered the king's present, she didn't know how the story was going to end, and so she first told her cousin, no, I can't do that, and here's what he said in Esther 4, verse 14, starting in 13. Mordecai, her cousin, said, do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this? Who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this? Who knows but that God saw you when you were the young girl in the house with all your life in front of you. God saw you when you were selected as one of the beautiful maidens to come be a part of the king's harem. God saw you when you went to the king for the first time and he gave you favor and God saw you when the king made you queen. Who knows but that God has brought you to royal position for such a time as this. And I wanna say this as we start the weekend. Who knows but that God has brought you to where you are, and even if it doesn't feel like it and even doesn't look like it, there is something, there is some element in the life that you are living right now that is for such a time as this. I think about many years ago when my daughter Abigail was born. She's nine now, and, and she had a rough medical journey for about three years. And if you haven't heard that story, ask me about it over lunch sometime. But um, we had several surgeries in those first three years, and those included an open heart surgery and a spinal surgery. And, and they, were, they were major stuff in the first three years of her life. And I remember thinking, who knows, but if God's glory can shine brighter off of a dark backdrop then who am I to say that my life shouldn't be the one with the dark backdrop so that I as his child can shine brighter, so that us as his family can shine brighter? And so I, what, I, what I don't want you to hear me saying is, it's all fine and just praise the Lord anyway. What I do want you to hear me saying is, would you explore with God this weekend what it means to embrace the season that you are in and to Enter into a little more acceptance that it might be a for such a time as this moment and there might be a purpose in it that you can't see yet and can we trust him in that?